Well, imagine if your face was being used without your knowledge. That's what happened to independent Senator Lydia Thorpe. That's what she says happened to her, criticising the Conservative Political Action Conference Australia, or CPAC, for using her image on Facebook ads opposing an Indigenous voice to Parliament. Senator Thorpe recently left the Greens over their differing views on the voice. She now now aims to represent the Black Sovereign Movement. Senator Lydia Thorpe joins me on RN Drive. Welcome to you. Thanks for having me. What was your initial reaction when you saw those ads? I was pretty shocked, actually, to think that a conservative right-wing group like that would use my face of all faces. So I I didn't believe it when someone told me and, and got some screenshots and I just thought, you know, the audacity of these people using me as their, their headline uh, is misleading and it's totally inaccurate in terms of my view around The Voice. For context, these photographs of you were taken in a public place. Whether that's relevant to you or not, I'm not sure. But is your issue more that your image was attached to their no campaign or was it something else, something cultural? Well, it was it was a number of things. I mean, you know, the, the paint that I have on me was something that was quite um, um, significant culturally, given that we were fighting in the court to save um, Trichelona's country and that a senior elder of that country painted myself and those women on that day was a a cultural moment for us that was sacred and that it was just for that occasion. So in terms of, you know, cultural respect, um, that's the ignorance that we have to face in this country when someone can just think that they can put up a photo of me or anybody else. Um, It's if you like, it's cultural misappropriation, um, particularly coming from that group to think um, that that's going to help them disseminate misinformation about the referendum coming uh, and particularly the misinformation about why I have problems with the voice to parliament. You've said that Warren Mundine, who's chair uh, chairing CPAC, uh, should have contacted you to ask permission. Have you been in touch with him since? I mean, I no. understand you found out about this through reporting as opposed to anything else. You weren't aware of them online before that? That's right. Uh, no, he hasn't. And I'm disappointed because he usually texts me about everything else. Um, but he hasn't um, contacted me about this specific um, photo or, you know, even the courtesy of asking me if they could use my image for their promotion. So I might have to follow him up and ask him to, uh, well, we've put in writing that we'd like it taken down, but looks like I'll have to reach out to him and, and text and say, take it down immediately because it's it's a misappropriation uh, and it doesn't reflect what I'm about. And I certainly don't um, support groups like that. Having said that, as an influential, high-profile, progressive voice, isn't it just the reality of the situation that conservative voices will use your comments, your actions, such as leaving the Greens and your image to push the no agenda? Well... Are are you that surprised? No, I'm not. 
No, I'm not. I mean, my my photos have been used for all sorts of things, including my daughter's images um, in Marcia Langton's book that never got permission. Uh, but there's nothing I can do about it. If people take photos of us in public, then they think that they can utilise them for their own gain, which we don't have any rights to um, ask for them to take them down. I mean, when I asked Marcia Langton to take her, my daughter's photo out of her book, I have no legal standing uh, and she didn't even know it was my daughter. So there is an issue about, you know, public photos being used for political gain that misre misrepresents um, what that person is about. If you just join me, former Greens turned independent Senator Lydia Thorpe is my guest here on RN Drive. And staying on The Voice, Senator, you split with the Greens to be able to vote no, uh, but you still haven't ruled out voting yes. Uh, you say that you now represent the black sovereign movement. Their current position on A Voice is a hard no. So why why the flip-flopping? Um, ju just to clarify, I left the Greens... Uh, for a number of reasons and that the decision that they made without me in the room was the icing on the cake. So it was uh, a number of issues, which um, I'm sure people will hear about, uh, but the sovereign movement, called, there's a number of uh, different views on the sovereign movement. Yes, there is an outright no case, um, but there's also a, a, a sovereign movement who are calling for the implementation of the Royal Commission into Aboriginal Deaths in Custody and the Bringing Them Home Report recommendations to be fully implemented. So, you know, we're all kind of chasing this referendum, yes or no, but we're forgetting about what needs to happen now to save black lives in this country. And you saw Senator Dodson coming out against his own party uh, and they're still, you know, walking away from that. Uh, in... On that, Senator, sorry to interrupt, but I mean, you have spoken about seeing how many lives can be saved. There's a, there's a quote from this morning uh, mm. in, in the press saying, if we're not going to save anyone's life before the referendum, what's mm. the point? I put mm. it to you that flip-flopping between the two sides really isn't helping anyone other than perhaps your own political career. How do you respond to that? I respond to that, to um, how many funerals we have to attend of black lives in this country because of a government who is frightened to take action. Um, you know, it's a kind of liberal labour thing where they're always scraping the bottom of the barrel on who can be tough on crime. Uh, we see what Labor are doing around the country in incarcerating our people, stealing our children and the amount of suicides. So um, political career or not, I'm here to save black lives and I don't have a position until I see black lives saved in this country and not palmed off to state and territory responsibility. We need national leadership to save black lives today. It's not negotiable. Are you presently having any conversations with people in the government about your position on The Voice? I mean, what would it take you to convince uh, convince you of, of its merits of the government's uh, planned Yes campaign? I'm having lots of conversations with the government. I now have, uh, 
incredible access to all the ministers, including the Prime Minister. Uh, there's a different relationship now and that I am working with this government to make them better and to push them further on action and uh, it's been quite, um, there's been quite a lot of fruitful conversations so far. I must say, I hadn't heard this phrase, progressive no, until you mentioned it a few weeks back. Uh, is it true that it's more of a fringe movement rather than something with a real substantial backing? Is that fair? The Black Sovereign Movement has been here since the beginning of time, um, thousands and thousands of generations, uh, and that's where we've never ceded our sovereignty. We've never had a treaty to be able to allow this illegal government or this illegal occupation to exist in this country. So the Black Sovereign Movement, I would say, and I estimated today in the hundreds of thousands, if you include the allies that come with us. So it's a it's a growing movement uh, and it's a movement that I don't think that this country can ignore anymore. I want to ask you about another matter. You've been cleared of contempt after a parliamentary investigation into your undisclosed relationship with a former bikey. You told the Senate you were demonised and deserve an apology from Greens leader Adam Bant. Have you got that apology? No, I haven't. Um, I mean, I'd like an apology from the the media as well. I mean, how many times you see me riding around on a Harley Davidson? I've only ever um, ridden one once and I was... I was quite petrified uh, and that was at Uncle Archie Roach's funeral. So I was part of that collective. Uh, but, what, yeah, what I think there needs your... to be apologies from quite a number of people. No, I haven't had any apologies from anybody. No former colleagues, especially given you lost the deputy leadership as a result? No one has reached out and apologised to me. You've pledged to vote with the Greens on climate legislation. Obviously, the current test at the moment is the safeguard mechanism. Uh, the Greens are holding firm on their no new coal and gas demand. Do you have concerns about this position and the possibility of their scuttling the legislation altogether? Look, I have to say that um, I, I've never wanted new coal and gas. Look at the destruction that um, has on our people's lives, whose country it is. There's never been genuine, free, prior and informed consent for any of the destruction that you see happening in this country. And that's what we need to be looking at. So I will support the Greens on climate. Um, that is the uh, agreement I made with Adam Bant, and that's um, what I will stick to. But, but the given... climate does not include environment or water, so I will be, um, I, I may have differing um, opinions on some of those other areas. So given the kind of deteriorating relationship between you and the Greens, do you think you'll stick to that? Is that... On climate? On climate, on supporting Absolutely. their climate. I, I gave my word to Adam Bant and I'm not um, um, taking that back. I've given him my word. Independent Senator Lydia Thorpe, appreciate your time. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you. Getting in touch with ABCRN is easy. Join the conversation live using the ABC Listen app's call and text features.